0: It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg for the first time in 2024. I wanted to ease you in to the year, uh, David. I was tempted to phone you last week. When I, I knew you were travelling around and contemplating <laughs> certain matters and markets and so forth. But anyway, welcome back. Have you done lots and lots of reading and research and I, introspection over the I weeks? I think
1: so. I, I, well, a lot of introspection during the... Uh, My month in the united states uh there was so much to talk about and so much happening there Mm. and this has gone one step forward now with the election it was all around politics and you know in 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 the u.s you've got different levels of politics i was in new york Uh, the mayor was under a huge amount of pressure there for various reasons uh, he's been there two years, as Mayor Adams, and you know his his uh, popu- his popularity levels are rock bottom, and so so you've got that level, you know, the city level. Then you go up to state level, and then you go up to federal level, and so on. So um, there are many, many levels um, that they fight on, and uh, I, you know, the problem is that I also was there at the time where there was the uh, pressure on universities. And um, where, you know, there were, Yale, what was it, not Yale, uh, Penn and MIT, who was it, the three universities came in front of Congress and the whole scandal that erupted after that, two resignations and that. And Lindsay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to the point quickly without having to go through all the detail, but mm. I think what this pointing at is that there's a huge shift towards the right. Uh, whether you center left, you know, towards right. But there's um, a lot of anger over these politically motivated organizations like DER, which is diversity, you know, uh, what's a diversity, equality and um, inclusion. And then you've got the ESG, which is, you know, where, where, where people are just starting to reject the, the, the almost autocratic attitudes of these. You know, you're not part of us, you're out of it. You know, you want a position as, as a leader of a university, if you don't subscribe to the very strong views of the DEI mandate or charter, whoever draws this up, you can't even become a, a, a president of, a, you know, of an Ivy League of a of university. And people say, we've had enough of this. You know, we've had enough of your nonsense. So there's been a massive backlash. And this is pushing people to Trump. You know, and the immigration, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that was a big one. Immigration, these thousands of people who are flooding over the Mexican border, uh, illegal immigrants, by the thousands. I think, no was a, I think there was
0: a crowd, I think Elon Musk sent out a message on X. And um, it, there were 15,000 people coming up from Ecuador and other countries, which is a war zone yeah. now. And there'll be more as the Ecuador gangsters have hound them out of the country. It was a huge walk. And I, I can understand how Trump says, this is fantastic. This is how I'm going to get to be president again. I'm going to say, we're going to stop
1: them. That's all he has to do. I'm going to build a wall. Uh, yeah, Which is very really sad. And, well, no, it's that, that's what I'm saying. You're going to we're going to get that you know that's going to happen um and 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 um, it it he's you know he'll come in and he's wild you know i d- i don't think the Republicans want him, but um there's nothing in the Democrats that's going to prevent this Biden no. is very weak he's very old, and i think that's that stands against him so i'm not quite sure what's going to you know what's going to help the Democrats listen it's early days but I think we have to get used to Trump and how he's going to build his wall <laughs> he'll build his wall oh, yeah. uh, eventually and and I think that from a South African point of view and I know we talk to mainly a South African audience uh, if you're not a friend of America you ain't gonna get in Do you want to go to university never because a lot of the protesters during, these, uh, you know, during the outbreaks of, uh, not violence, I mean the protesting over the, the war in the Middle East, many of the people who were protesting were from outside, outside students. Yes. And uh, I think what swung everything wasn't the protesting over the wall. It was that it manifested itself in anti-Semitism. In other words, you know, threatening Jewish students and and, uh, making them feel unsafe at the campus. So it wasn't a debate. It wasn't you and me arguing about where the market's going to go, different views. This was, there was a lot more violence to it. And, And I think it was that that suddenly shook people up. I said, no, this is not the America that we know. You know, led by Bill Ackman, I mean, who's been very active in 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 changing things, I wouldn't I wouldn't put him as a as a, a Trump uh, acolyte. You know, I don't think he's a supporter of Trump, but I think that he did identify, um, you know, what's happening at university and as being a Harvard old boy. Uh, this is not, uh, I don't know what's sort an of alumna, I don't want to say Harvard old boy, but <laughs> that, that, that's very whatever.
0: <laughs> you were talking a lot about Yahoo, or not a lot, but you, you mentioned Yahoo Finance, you said, uh, so obviously you kept in touch with the markets while you were away, and they were interesting, yeah. they went to yeah. record highs, etc., inflation, just to come down and, and, and sort of stopped actually where, where it is, but that's still fine, the, but the bond market doesn't mind that. Very much. Where is that US ten-year bond? I didn't put it up there, but it was—it's it's below four percent, and that's still the, the the main
1: feature. I think looking forward yeah. to the year ahead of us. Yes, there's. Um, oh, I, I'm very positive on markets. I'm, I'm, I, there's a lot happening there, mm. and um, there's going to be short-term interruptions. Um, Rate cuts might be delayed a month or whatever it is, but down the line there's a lot of uh, a lot of energy or a lot of themes that are going to drive equity markets. We could start with rate cuts, you know the economy is slowing, yes, there might be consumers might not rush into the market even though uh, their mortgage rates come down or alternatively their you know their debt levels of uh, so you know interest on their debt comes down but I think uh, when rates go down, it's always good for equity markets, and then you've still got masses of spends on on artificial intelligence. For your point of view, there was a, just look in the Economist. There's a lovely article on ASML, showing identifying that you don't have to be in America to produce high tech. Um, it's, a, it's it's a very technological article, but I think you can just read through it and see how this company has built up and put pieces together and is one of the uh, enormously important um, companies in this whole supply chain for AI, in fact, for the future of technology. So you've still got those themes. There's, there's a lot of talk about the health, uh, health drugs, The sorry, the weight loss drugs. Yeah. That's still a massive theme. You know, I go on and on about it. But, I mean, uh, there are more uses that it will come, you know, that it's going to be in big demand. And, and uh, Nova Nordisk and Eli Lilly, I think their factories are going to be full-time. So, then, then the normal ones that we talk about, you know, radical, uh, I mean, tr- uh, uh, climate change, uh, uh, EVs, you name it. So, plenty of things to get our teeth into.
0: Yes, exactly. What tasty morsels are you going to sink your teeth into in 2024? Because we did speak just before the end of last year, and you said, yeah, I'm getting an article together now, I'm getting a newsletter out to all all my clients. Essentially, there's no change, David. The Magnificent Seven plus a few on the outside, like ASML, you're not going to change your calling here.
1: No, 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 uh, not at all. I've gone through those companies in great detail. There's a little bit of vulnerability on the uh, luxury side. You know, you can see companies coming under pressure, and that was expected that there'd be a slowdown somewhere along the line. But it doesn't mean it's over. Where, why, Lindsay, the other thing is why I'm not keen to get out of that side of it is that the the tourism, the levels. Mm. Now, I I was at uh, JFK. And I was at London Airport, so I flew via Heathrow. Now, what's happened, you know, and I mean, this has happened over years. In the past, when we went to JFK, or sorry, you went to, yes, in JFK, you'd go to Hudson or, uh, you know, what's the famous uh, in in London, W. Smith or whatever it is, where you get chocolates and you get magazines and then you go and, you know, you buy a Yeah, 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 they don't exist anymore. Of course they don't. You know, none of the you, if you wanted to go buy an Arsenal jersey uh, in, or a soccer uh, uh, soccer ball or anything like that, you know, for your kids, um, there or, or the electronic company, they don't exist. Cameras, you know, everybody, cameras are no, It's all luxury bags, you know, Dior uh, all, or or whatever their names are, you know, LVMH, uh, you name it, you you know, all of those Prada. That's it. The whole duty-free is, is completely overrun with that. Not even, I didn't even, you know, watches you'd go into special areas or something like that. So when you walk through duty free and you feel, oh, I'd love to have a sweater with I love London on, or <laughs> forget <laughs> it. <laughs> you no, know you... that rubbish that used to buy No, yes, I <laughs> of course. I do.
0: You can still find that rubbish, <laughs> you... just not at the airport,
1: unfortunately. Not um, at the airport, yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's how it's changed. And why are they doing that? Obviously, because this becomes a big outlet for, for tourists. This is where they buy those bags and so on. Mm-hmm. So, and I've seen it at Sydney Airport as well. It's a massive transformation, you know. And believe me, you can't get close to the, You look at the levels of the, the prices of those, those accessories. It'll actually, I mean it's ridiculous.
0: Did it worry you at all when that uh, Boeing seven three seven Max story unfolded <laughs> about t- ten days, two weeks ago, where a, yeah. a, b- a piece of the plane actually, you know, the, the bloke's having his having his morning bloody Mary or something, and the door oh, okay. jettisons itself from the aeroplane? But because I I was watching an interview with an aviation analyst, and he said it's very simple. Okay. F- flights are full. People are paying yeah. paying a fortune yeah. for these flights. And they can't churn out the planes quick enough. And they've got a yeah. lack of the people that lost their jobs during cool. the pandemic lockdown situation didn't come back. So they're, they're cutting corners. And I thought to myself, no, I'm not going on the plane again. Not until they've sorted <laughs> this out. Because it's about the fourth incident with this Boeing 737. It's it's a terrible story. Oh,
1: it's a terrible story. It really is. Uh, you know what? I Honestly, I think that's you know it is a very very serious issue and um yes, it is. i i you know you you wonder i i just you wonder and and I don't even want to talk about this you know that with so many pla- so many planes flying you know that 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 everything goes well I know that they're very high standards but but you know when it all flies off you say, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, and they—they they, they also say
0: talking about lots of planes flying around, air traffic controllers—you oh, you just can't find them. They can put as many no. ads in they like for one hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars a year for an experienced uh, aircraft traffic controller (ATC). No, no one turns up because they've—I no. they, no. don't know why—they no. just got lost in the um, in the one year of lockdowns. So anyway, I don't know how no, you do it. Know. Hopefully, you
1: fly I, Airbus. I, I, I hate. Yeah, you know, I, I, there have been. No, what was no, We were flying on a Boeing. I, f- I did fly Airbus. I flew British Airways. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I th- no, the one was a Boeing. I think one was a Dreamliner or a Triple Seven. The other was the the three the big one, three eighty, the Airbus. Yes. Listen, I like British Airways. Were good. I yes, must so. say, I I was impressed with them. I was impressed with the levels of service, uh, um, the airport, everything. Um, I'm very impressed and Heathrow handled the crowds incredibly well um, I had a story for you which 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 was the funniest thing you know um, I've got a green card I've got a resident visa mm. um, and the reason I got a which is also relevant is that the last time Trump came in my daughter said please just cover yourself ensure yourself go for a green card we'll apply for you you know at that stage nothing's been in my mind and Anyway, it took a couple of years with COVID. And so when I arrive at Terminal 8 at JFK, I go into the uh, citizens, you know, citizens of America yeah. and visitors and so on. <laughs> I go in there, and obviously there'd been a plane that came in from the east, you know, from Asia. And in the citizens' line with me it must have been, I don't know, 100 people plus. I was the only, call it Caucasian. Everyone else there was Asian and they all had American passports. And you say, well, how did this, yeah, yeah. Now, this is not a criticism. I'm merely saying how the demographics are changing, you know, and and how things are. And, you know, they all had American passports. So they're obviously citizens of America. Yes. and had gone to visit family in the in, in the East and whatever it is like that. But it was strange. You know, and normally you get those families and two tons a huge obese, you know, or alternative, they'd been <laughs> hunting in Africa or whatever it is. But it wasn't. These were these – were, these were, so this is not – you know, I hope I'm not politically correct, but, I mean, I just found it fascinating that – that they were all citizens, you know, that all being allowed in and now and, and passports, not, not parts like me. But anyway, oh. no, you okay. oh,
0: America's open, <laughs> o- open for business from what I can understand after what uh, you just uh, said uh, you build
1: a wall as much mm. as you like, but there's still going to be some talent. There's still going to be some talented it, it, people there. You, mm. you can't have America without immigrants. Of course not. every, every sur- the entire service industry, is, and I'm not talking bankers or anything like that. I'm talking about waiters. you know go into any shop, waiters, shop wherever it is. Uh, all foreigners, the lot, from all over the world, uh, from from South America, from Central America, from East uh, Europe, you name it. Uh, so I don't know how they would ever, even in in the building that I stay in as well. The entire service staff from the uh, janitor to the uh you know all the the plumbers and the electricians and the concierges and all of those the you know, they've all got titles. Not one from America, not one born and bred American.
0: Good. Well, may that continue. When you were there, geopolitics really was to the yeah. fore. and you know, it's, it's got to the point now where the Chinese are, are jealously looking at Taiwan and saying, we want this, even though you've just uh, elected this mis- mischief-maker. They, they, they seem to think he's going to immediately demand independence and uh, get, you know, get all his jets ready for an invasion by China. But that was one thing. But, of course, the, the war in the Middle East... Carries on and yeah. on, and I'm afraid it's going to for a long time, David. Horrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, um, it's a big worry because I think the Houthis have exposed how vulnerable uh, the West is to shipping, and I think that's why take away the religious side of it. You know what I mean? Take away the emotional side. Look at it because uh, I don't want to get too carried away. Yeah. Uh, what? America has to have, or the West have to have a nation there, you know, um, that they can turn to in the Middle East. You know, that's why they need Israel. They need an Israel who's pro-West or supporter, pro-democratic. Because let's say that went, can you imagine what, what it would be like in that region, you know, without, without an Israel? Uh, yes, I know the UAE and Saudi, they're all making overtures, but, uh, they're not that secure. So I think America absolutely needs a secure country or a friend in that region. You know, e- even if it, if they weren't Jews, if they were Christians or they were something else. Um, I think, and, and, and that's what's been exposed. Just look how easy, uh, the Houthis have, you know, have attacked shipping in that. And how they've disrupted it so think about you know when when i say think about that americans can't kind of move away they can't move like the uk to cyprus or something like that and have a base there it's too far away and this is uh it's a very unstable area so regardless i think they have to ensure that that there is a you know a safety point there or some 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 country there that (laughs) I can rely on to but, keep an eye on what's but Would it
0: be the case that we're looking at that now? It's the fourth story down if you look at the news these days. Something happened in Ukraine, you know, 25 people were yes, killed yes. in an apartment block. But no one, it's not the first story anymore. And do you think that the, no. the, the Gaza conflict will ever be pushed aside like that? Because it's becoming desperate for many, many people, David.
1: Uh, I. I think it will be, uh, first of all, Israel can't afford to continue fighting. You know, they need, from an economic point of view, I don't think they can yes. fight indefinitely. You know, it's a small nation. Um, they've called up reservers who are normally working, you know, and you find they haven't got people to pick avocados and all the various other things. So I don't think they can afford it, and then, nor can the Ukraine. So somewhere you know you where the mature people have got to sit around the table and say listen let's sort this out you know we yeah. have to we have to we you know we have to get some kind of peace or stability there because at the end uh no one gets no one's a winner um i think you, i think russia's tired and i think uh you know losing losing it as well i don't think they can afford it um so so they have, to, you know, I, I I think somewhere down the line, the next few weeks, months, or something, um, you know, people have to sit around the table and say, okay, <laughs> we've 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 got to get this right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if you see the extent, and I think this is the worrying part of it, you know, if you see how well armed the Houthis are. Uh, you know, with the, with the, with the latest missile, if you see how much money Gaza spent digging tunnels, yes, you know, and, and I mean, and this is money that should have been on development. And I don't take away blame from Israelis. Believe me, I you know what I'm saying. I'm not a I'm very I, I've never been a supporter of Netanyahu, and but when you know when when they went to that extent, you've got to say, hold on, we can't allow this to continue. Quite right, uh, and, and uh, it will continue
0: for a long, long time. There's no uh, way either uh, side uh, is going to back uh, down. But David, uh, what message did you send out to your clients? Did you, have you sent a sort of here's 2024 letter to them or uh, have you written something in business I, day? What's your mood? What message are you sending?
1: I, I, my message is it's going to be good for equity markets.
0: Mm.
1: I think it's, it might not, we might not match last year, which was really a recovery year from a very bad 22. But I like the themes. You know, I like what I see, and I think that in a level of interest rate cuts, you know, where globally we're going to get interest rate cuts, uh, it generally um, is is positive for markets. And there are enough themes, there's enough money, there's enough energy, uh, you know, to look at the equity market and to look. And as I, as you said, I'm not, I haven't changed tech at all. Good. You know, I still continue along the same stocks plotting you know plotting away with them i like the big ones and uh so we'll see yeah i I don't know what the results will bring now i don't know but uh yeah i'm quite i'm quite happy with where we are very good i I didn't tell you my my twitter account was stolen
0: i saw something you flashed up some alert or something yeah someone's hacked into i woke up Hmm. yeah
1: and it was very easy to hack i don't know why they wanted to hack me (laughs) i have absolutely no idea um, these chaps seem to be vigilantes who think that they're eliminating scammers. So I'm trying to think where I was scamming or why they associated me with a, with being a scammer. But for whatever reason, uh, um, my account went. And the worst thing is to get to contact Twitter is, is near impossible. Can't do it. It's, you can't do it. No. You know there is nobody there that you can talk to. So having taken my account off. I don't exist. So if I don't exist, how can they help me? (laughs) You know, you go around in that circle. Boom, 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 boom. And I said, well, I don't exist. My tweets still exist under the scam sniffer and whatever it is. But uh, there's absolutely no way you can contact anyone. There's no phone number. There's no email where you can talk to a person, you know, an actual person there. So I've had to suck it up. I'm trying to get myself another account. <laughs> anyway, all those
0: years of you know getting yeah. in touch with people, getting tens of thousands of, of followers, and yeah. suddenly gone because of the inefficiency of, of X Twitter. Of oh, oh yeah. X, yeah.
1: You saw that they they scam. you saw that they they um hacked SEC's account, the SEC, yes, yes, SEC, yes, the <laughs> Securities the Exchange Commission. So, so you <laughs> can imagine how bad they are, yeah. I know. You
0: know,
1: you can imagine how bad uh things are at, 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 at X. You know, that that can happen. It's just so easy.
0: Yes, it's not the same as it used to be. David, you must have sat down and watched quite a f- few football games during yeah. your period in the in the northeast of the United States of
1: America. Did you watch yes, I did. Arsenal a bit there? Uh, a lot. And I came away, it's, you know, when you're sitting with your grandson and your son-in-law and you're all around there, yeah. there's nothing worse than watching uh, and I watched the one-game Arsenal drawing with Liverpool. That was the league game. And then the two losses to, um, <laughs> to West Ham. West Ham. <laughs> uh, who
0: was the and, other one? Not Wolves. Or Oh,
1: Fulham. Yes, there we go. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, just, I just... Oh, no. This, this, this gave me... I, I had the same feeling when Unai Emery was in charge of them. You know, when they just went round in circles. A lot of work to be done. I like... I like what I see in Spurs. I like, I think Man City are, are just incredible. And credit to Pep. Had a little bit of a blip, but they've come back so strong. You know, and uh, even without Haaland, I mean, they're, they're brilliant. They're really a good team. They and are. He'll be back in two weeks' Bentley. time.
0: But you know what? I saw mm. a, a, an interview on the BBC with uh, Gary Lineker was the host, and the interviewee was Selton John, and they did it at the uh, Watford Stadium. And he, he was asking the usual questions that we people do. You know, how did it all start? And he, and he, he had this incredibly in-depth knowledge of football. I didn't realise. I thought he just wanted to be flashy and own a club. But no, he bought them. He went to Graham Taylor when what for in the fourth division and West Brom were looking for, uh, to employ uh, Graham Taylor and they were a first division team at the time now premiership he said no I, I just said to him come and have a look at the club and I like the community spirit and he took them Graham Taylor having said yes okay I'll do it he went from the fourth division to the uh, to the first division yeah, yeah. and, and it was second in one season there and one they were uh-huh. in the FA Cup final but I tell you what David uh, Elton John I'm not a huge fan of his music, but I tell you what, he's a he's he's a football devotee, and I was very impressed yeah. with him.
1: Yeah. I don't know why, why I said that. Yeah, I think it was will, because he uh, was behind. He was he. It was. I would say it was his money and support that that gave them the kind of lift. Yeah, uh, yeah. The reason I, I was saying at Selton
0: John is he said uh. he it annoys him when young people, the young kids in the squad, don't get promoted like Cole Palmer at City. Yeah. he's gone to Chelsea, yeah. and Chelsea have thrown him on. He's twenty years old, and he's he's doing fantastically. Yeah. And City have got this chap called Bob with a double B at the end. Yes. Bob, he's Norwegian. He's a twenty-year-old Norwegian, and he's come from nowhere. He comes on and he scores. He looks like a, a almost like a sort of mini Messi. He's amazing. But City are looking yeah. terrifyingly good. Yeah,
1: I know. Uh, you know, you know what I liked when Chelsea played City. Mm. Uh, who was it? Carl uh, Walker, I think. Yes, he came up to, Pal- to Palm and just gave him like a real fatherly hug. Yes. It was just such a magic moment, you know, just of support. And uh there's no animosity. He just came, looked at him, you know, I think almost sorry that he had to go. So but um I like I I like City. I like uh I think I think, you know, and the players as well they Got incre- only greedish, he annoys me. Oh. But I mean, all the. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because he's he's like Beckham, you know, he thinks he's a, a fashion model, you
0: know. He walks no, up. But I mean, he, really he smiles a-, a lot. You see, the thing is, he smiles a lot. Whereas certain players yeah. you can't accuse of doing that. Yeah. But when they smile, oh. it looks oh. like they're not really taking no. it that seriously. They're, they're getting 250 oh. quid a week, £1,000 a week. Oh. And they, I would be smiling all day if I got that. Year,
1: actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your side's doing brilliant here, hey. Oh. Yo Oh, no, no, they'll be there, they'll be
0: there. Second, hanging on to second with Southampton yeah, it's all right. and Southampton nipping at our ankles. Oh, dear, but uh-uh. that's going to be oh, huge. That's okay. If they go up, I don't um. know what i will do. Oh, I do know what it'll do, but okay. David, <laughs> thank you very much. I don't think either of us okay. are really in the mood for this year yet, but it'll come over the next coming weeks. David Shapiro is from Sassman Securities, and that was Shapiro World.